When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coffee and cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. It's been phenomenal so far. Everything's going pretty well. Just, you know, vibing with my team, grinding and really competing with them. It's just setting me up and setting us up for success in the future. Um, I'm extremely hard on myself. Hard, probably my worst critic. And that's really sometimes I have to hold myself back. It's because uh, that's what will hurt me is when I'm too hard on myself and I'll let one mistake or one thing turn into two. So I think that's one thing I've definitely grown in or grown at and gotten much better at is just being able to kind of calm myself down and just say, you know, kind of what's next, what's next play. As I've gone around the state, the one thing that's really hit me, and, and I wanted to say it, and I, I mean this um, with elite um, humility and appreciation, is I want to thank the fans. Um, they've been coming to Memorial Stadium and supporting this football team for a long time. I just want to make sure that they know that we're grateful and we're thankful. Uh, we're working hard uh, to earn the right to enjoy next season, to compete next season. Um, we're trying to live by the whole <laughs> mindset of day by day and not getting too far ahead. And uh, we want them to know that we appreciate when they spend their money to come watch us play. Ah, words of wisdom from yesterday going up on a Tuesday. Going up on a Tuesday with my man Robbie Lula. On coffee and cream in the morning, we are live, live from the H and H Chevrolet Studios, nestled in the rear Whoa. of Hale Varsity Whoa. Club. <laughs> of Hale Varsity oh, Club. I was saying, it's a little early in the morning for. Come on, Robbie, in the rear, my guy. We just got a lot of. It's <laughs> just a tip. <laughs> it's too early for that. It's never too early. for I'm that. I'm not messing with you today, Shane. I'm just I'm going to get that out of the way right now. I, I walked in. This dude is staring at me for no reason. I had to ask him what he was looking at. I'm not messing that's, with that's him That's not a good start to the day. No, and then he's hitting me with some things that I probably ought not to have said that's on the show. That's pretty funny, though. Yeah, I, I was having a moment. And full disclosure, yeah. we were just talking about this yesterday. You go, oh, I'm sorry. I just felt like we were having a normal conversation. Yes. And you forget. 100%. You forget that other that people there are, are thousands listening. of people yeah. listening, right? Yeah. yeah. So that happened to that. Yeah, what are you going to do? Right there. I don't know. Apologize later. Makes Hopefully, uh, if you're out there driving around, getting the kids to work. To school, maybe you're going to work. Be safe. Hopefully, you stopped at the beanery, got yourself a nice coffee. Yeah, there maybe you go. a smoothie, maybe a snack to get your. Ooh, what kind of snacks they got? Uh, so kind of like your your basic breakfast little treats. I don't know if it smells as good as what you've got cooking. Okay. The hint of double smoked bacon. Mm. <laughs> I don't believe that would be on the breakfast sandwich menu, but uh, you know your little your little your bites like a like a. Like a like penny like like bite. Yeah. Okay. They, so uh, make sure you stop on out at the beanery, the official 
coffee of coffee in the morning. I see you've got yourself a little coffee, a lot of ice cubes and no straw. So are we back on that again? Listen, I I didn't think a straw was a thing in iced coffees or in Did you not coffee. listen to apostrophe yesterday? I mean, the I try straw, not to. The straw is to keep you Did I tell you I didn't tell you he texted he's texting me after uh-huh. getting on me about uh like Steph Curry in the 80s and whatever and he's like, "Well, I mean, they kind of beat up Pete Maravich and and I don't know, I think he threw like World Be Free at me or something." Um <laughs> So he went full old man on you. I know. I was like, anytime somebody brings up World Be Free, you know they are an old head. But he's, you know, they're going to target him on defense. I was like, yeah. yeah, they target him on defense now. Like, also, can we just like relax about like the '80s were so tough? They only played defense hard for like thirty percent of the time. <laughs> like the highlights all show that it was a bloodbath, and for those times it was. But look at the highlights you're looking at. It's always Pistons. Celtics, Lakers, right? Some Bulls. Late 80s, sure. Kay. But the Bulls didn't play like that. The Bulls didn't beat you up like those teams did. Until they got Oak. And that's why they got Oak. Yes, that's, a, that's the reason. And, and Rodman, yes. Why they got Oak. 100%. Even, Oak, or even Rodman, like, he was physical, but he wasn't like Bill Lambeer, like laying people out. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I, I, the, mean, the, I don't know. I watched a lot of 90s the, Rodman the, Bulls. The, the worm was, was this is this pre Carmen Electra, pre Benjes, or like because early Worm? I he was mean, different. He, he, he was, was a different he, guy. He, he was getting it. He, he was. He was miserable well, to play against. Well, that's because he was with the Pistons. I believe that's a Pistons problem. Yeah. By the time he got to the Bulls, he wasn't like fighting people, unless there was like a cameraman. But the yeah, like these these old heads always want you to believe that the '80s were just this constant bloodbath, and it's like there were. There was a lot of bad blood, and you could get away with way more, but 80% of the time, you were playing against a team that was dramatically less talented than you, if you were a good team. The talent gap was a lot larger than Yeah, I don't now. know about that. Between the good teams and the bad teams? Yeah, I don't know about that. All right, that's a discussion for a different day. But what <laughs> I know for a fact is a lot of these teams were not d up the way they do now. Yeah, there were a lot of years if Milwaukee wasn't going through Boston, they would have won significantly more. The Moncrief, Marcus Johnson, like there were some good teams. I'm not saying there weren't good teams. I would say like the top four or five, certainly, and I think in my opinion, the top three or four and like the East and the Western Conference were most more closely related than – I think now. That's fine. But what I'm saying is, like, depth of talent in the league. So, like, you didn't have to. Well, there were fewer teams, though. I get that. But if fewer teams should mean more talent on each team. Yeah, and I think at once. So, once upon a time, and I'm going to get my ears mixed because I'm not that old myself. I just watch a lot of. I just watched a lot of NBA. It was hard to, like, not have a good player on the floor. I think you see that quite a bit now. Yes. Right now, everybody's got a dude that you're a little bit scared of. You like, know, everybody. Like, you know, I remember, you know, the, when Los Angeles, when the Lakers would, like, go to the bench, if a guy couldn't score, it's almost like, when's everybody else coming back in? Because, I mean, you just look at some of the starting fives, they're pretty good. I, I mean, understand even, that. Even, even, like, teams that aren't talked about, like, when Mike Ray Richardson was, like, with the Nets, and, I mean, there were, I, not to go down, hey, I'm going to spank your hand, but <laughs> there were... <laughs> 
I felt like I don't know. Maybe the the skill wasn't as high end. I think that's accurate. But there were a lot more good players, I think, on one roster. Ooh, I don't know if I want to go a lot more good. I, I listen. I mean, so you've got genuinely bad teams, right, in the league right now, mm-hmm. that. They've got some real like you have to go to Orlando and like you don't want to mess with Paulo Bancaro, like you don't want to mess like Markel Fultz is playing good basketball right now. You don't want to mess with Wag- with uh, with Franz Wagner. Like there's the bad teams in the league still have dudes that everybody would want, and that wasn't always the case mm. in in the NBA in general. That's where I'm talking about. Like yeah, the top of the league has always been pretty good. Now you had some years where it was, you know the the one team whether it was the Bulls or whoever like when the Bulls were going through the 90s the rest of the east wasn't that great you usually had one team either the Knicks or the Pacers that would give them a problem but besides that there was a pretty big gap what i'm talking about is like 1 through 15 or 14 whatever it was back in the day that 14th team back then whether it was like the Nets during their bad years would 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 you take a starting five of Mark Price, Larry Nance, Craig Elo, John Hot Rod Williams, and Brad Doherty. I mean, depends on whose rules we're playing by. Cause that's, a pretty, that's a pretty good starting five, right? It is. That Cleveland Cavs team didn't win a gosh dang thing. I understand that. I, I do. I just, you know, just for context, right? So I think we, my point in saying that is, like, that's a good, that's a good five. That's a, that's a really it's a, good it's five. A real solid five, yes. And I just think. We skip over a lot of... That team's not winning anything today, though, either. Well, it depends on how you play. Okay, but you're taking those... Like, you, you, like you let John... Ha- like, you let some of these guys... Like, Brad Doherty in today's game would play for 25 years. Sure, yeah. Oh, z- zero question. That's, that's fine. Zero question. And you go 25 <laughs> years without a chip. That's how- fine. <laughs> How many how many two man games could Price like let's say Price and Brad Doherty play? The pick and pop, the pick and roll, the oh come on now with the ability to kick to like Elo or somebody with a rim runner like Nance. I think we're I think we're sleeping a little bit on on the evolution of the game. That's a we are sleeping a little bit on the evolution, and that's where I have trouble. Is everybody's more skilled now? So I look at those guys, it's like, yeah, Elo. I think at the high end. I was like, Elo was a nice shooter for the 80s. Is he in, would, he, would he be a nice shooter now? Like well, Elo or like or Doherty? With the, with the way the game is called in terms of, of how you can't put a hand on yeah. a guy outside of 25 feet, sure. He's going to get good looks. He's going to get good – sure, he's going to get good looks. I, I just – there's so the- – D- Dale, Dale Ellis would shoot 1,000% from three. I mean, I don't believe a thousand percent. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that, that a little hyperbole? That might be a little. That might be a little bit of an exaggeration. How'd we, how'd we get on this? Because uh, of Severe's old yeah, man take? Because uh, because Severe tell me that Curry couldn't hack it in the '80s. <laughs> hey, you're kind of salty about it. And I told him I was like, well, he would just rest on defense because half the guys out there couldn't shoot, so you could hide him. Something's, you can't hide him now. Something to be said. Like, you can't hide guys on defense now. And it's uh, honestly part of it's Curry's fault because he murdered the last one. And Andre Roberson, who was a one-way player, just straight killed him on his home court. Now, if you killed someone, 
Notice I said that with an ED. <laughs> what kind of questions that? You know what I mean? Like no, no idea, Shane. Those guys don't exist anymore. The one-way players don't exist anymore. There was always one of those guys on the floor for everybody. <sighs> yeah, I don't know about that though. Everybody, Robbie. I'm I'm serious. Like, I, I mean, when Kevon Looney c- comes on the floor for you, you're like, yes, pencil them in for twelve. I mean, I'm never excited to see Kevon Looney. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, you have selective memory, though. No, I don't have selective memory. <laughs> the people are to the old heads have selective memory because they only. I'm, tr- I'm trying to. I'm I the balance. I appreciate I, that. I'm like, but I'm you're like, still talking about the top three, four teams in the league. I'm well, talking about the bad teams. Well, okay, so. Like, there's a reason, and I know this is a little bit later in the 80s than the 80s, but there's a reason the 96 Bulls won 72 games. That's because the bottom half of the league was free wins for everybody. Okay, so how did how did the how did Golden State make a eclipse the record? Because so what, they so, were that good. Oh, so Golden State was that good. The bottom no. of the league wasn't so that listen, bad. What happened in '96? Expansion. Sure, oh, for sure. So it was diluted, right? Yeah, yeah, but you're still taking advantage of diluted franchises in 2023. No, because the you're count, taking you, no, the no, no, talent no. had caught up by that point. No, sir. No, sir. You're still taking advantage of diluted rosters in 2021, 2018. See, that's where we're going to have a hard disagreement. Right, there's no way, though. There's more better. No, no, no. How how many foreign guys we have playing in '96 and in the '80s? Listen, you're drawing. You, you act like guys like Smush Parker weren't playing in the NBA. <laughs> That was 20 years ago, and he was a joke then. It, was, it wasn't 20, but. It was close. It was like, like mid-2000s, it was like 15, 16 I, years I ago. I mean, so like, uh, a, 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 I can't believe we're doing this, but now my dander's up a little. So <laughs> it's like, so the, the, the 2004 five Pistons team that blew out. That was a good team. The, the like, are you looking at, but are you looking at their roster and you're like, whew. Man, Rip, Chauncey. People don't even want to give Chauncey Billups love now, and he's only 15 years removed from playing. Like, the revisionist history in order to, like, substantiate our current point. That team is also one of the largest historical outliers ever. Well, that's fine. Well, what about about the Spurs? Which one, the last, the 14? No. uh, So, would that be? You're talking about the one that beat the Heat? Yeah. Yeah, so that's 14. Okay, is that an outlier? No, you have Tim Duncan, who's an all-time great. You have, yeah, but when you have Kawhi are, Leonard turning into an all-time great, you have no, Monty Ginobili, you have Tony Parker, Kawhi Leonard going for seventeen a night. Kawhi Leonard, the Tim Duncan was, that was playing twenty-eight minutes a night. Tim Duncan, like listen, go look at their go look at his go look at Tim Duncan's numbers in that series. No, no, I understand like what still, this. I understand what the series was, but he wasn't Tim Duncan that was is debated with Kobe and a couple of these guys for listen, players it of wasn't, their decade. It wasn't peak Tim Duncan for sure. It wasn't even like... But you had Kawhi on the way up, you had Duncan on the way down, they kind of met in the middle, and you still had really good versions of, of Tony Parker and, and Manu Ginobili. Plus, that was... Isn't, isn't Bowen a guy that you're, you're talking about that can't play in today's Yes, 100%. NBA? Bowen couldn't play today. Listen, I'm not. T- I'm listen. I'm not arguing for mid 2000s. I would never. <laughs> it's just weird how we're not even going back that far. And, well, and we're, you're and not we're going making back the, that far. No, because I, I, I think it's, I think it's, I think what we're forgetting about is you're, you're drawing hard absolutes. I'm telling you, like, uh, it's not as, it's not as far removed as you think, right? Like you make it seem like it was like way yesteryear and obsolete. It is still, you could still make some of the same 
cases. The early to mid 2000s. Well, you just had a team win 12 games three years ago. Yeah, that was. But also the other thing you have here. No, 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 no. We can't just we just can't fast through forward through expansion and act like it's not a diluted thing. It's well, still a thing. Hold it. Hold on here. You can and you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. <laughs> and I'm sure you will. But part of these really bad records uh-huh. now uh-huh. are intentional. Oh, that's what it is. Am I wrong? People people tank on purpose now. Right. Was that you, a thing back then? Well, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure you had the, the, the Rod Thorns of the world sometimes had to consider winning money for the Nets. Well, yeah. Um, but, but listen, though. So we're in March. Mm-hmm. There's probably six or seven teams. Mm-hmm that have their win total in the mid-teens. And we're going to act like diluted isn't uh, okay, but go look like at bad, the, bad teams and bad, bad teams or anything? There, listen, there's always going to be bad teams. Well, there's several. <laughs> yeah, there was like it, half the league before. But I don't understand why you used the 72-win Bulls thing as a thing to make your argument with because when in, expansion happened because they're still bad teams. Because initially when you go from – Set when you go from ninety five to ninety six, when you add the two new teams, that is the most diluted it will be is initially. So Detroit, San Antonio, and Houston have sixteen or less wins. Yeah, they're all trying to lose. Okay, I understand like that. So I'm not listen, you can make an argument that it's not a better product because of that. Okay. But I, that's hey, I'm cool with that because we were acting like it was this this hard fast no, cut no, no, line. No. Like what I'm talking about, they're over here and we're over no, here. What I'm talking about because product Cause, and cause, talent cause, are different. Because what because what you didn't want to say when the Bulls were one in '72 with expansion in '96, you're not talking about load management and teams taking nights off and not traveling when no, I totally th- when agree. Golden State was running through the league. So I mean. I mean, it, listen, you're right. There's there's things there's things in every era. What I'm talking about is overall talent on the rosters. Mm. Even those really really bad teams, like there's dudes on Detroit that I would be super duper interested in on most teams in the league, right? There's dudes in Houston that I'd be really interested in on most teams in the league. I'm talking about the overall talent level, not the product they're putting on the floor because they're choosing. A lot of times to put a bad product out on the floor because they want to go get Victor Wembanyama. <laughs> like I love the isolated examples. Well, I mean, because that's really what that there's is. There's always though. a guy though. There's always a guy that like, oh, we want to get this guy. We want like the like, Sixers like, were like, like who was who was tanking for Bennett to go to Cleveland? Come on, man! Like we got to stop with this. Listen, <laughs> some some people can't be helped. <laughs> oh, this was this was. This is what's going to happen today, Shay. Oh, I see. And it started with you staring me down in the open. Well, I, I had blame to ask Severe. Him, yeah. I blame Severe. Back in the day. I, Art, I talked to him the other day. We'll get Art back. I'm just saying, there's no way that you could convince me that Steph Curry couldn't hack it in the 80s. So we're still we're mad at a pot. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've won and lost a few arguments with him. Sometimes you just gotta gut it. You just gotta gut it. He is he's one of the most skilled basketball players we've ever seen yeah. in the history of the league. And and he would have played in any era. And he exactly. There's some dudes that transcend era, and people don't like to give Curry the benefit of the doubt there because of what he looks like. Mm-hmm. And that's just dumb. Because let's be honest, he's still six three, which back in the day a six three point guard was 
above average. That's not the case anymore. I get that. But a 6'3 point guard back in the day was a good-sized point guard. By you had way, a lot of 6'0, 6'1s running around back then. By the way, 2014 Tim Duncan was playing 28.8 minutes a game, okay, and he scored 15 his, points, and he only look, played two more years after that. Look at his so we're not numbers. even talking about non-peak Tim Duncan. No, look at his we're talking numbers. twilight Tim Duncan. Look at his playoff numbers. No, I understand, right, in, in, a, in a vacuum, but they had to get there. Like he that was not that was there. not that was not good, Tim that's Duncan. That's also one of the most balanced teams you've ever seen. Like that's, look at the roster up and down. That's fine. I'll give you the like balance. Like if they needed more out of but Tim I'm Duncan. But I'm giving you examples, and you're like, well, yeah, but like if we're gonna go this whole apples to apples thing, then sure. I mean, let's keep it 100, right? Like that was not a that was not a a individual because we're talking talent, right? Yes. That was not a supremely talented basketball team. It wasn't in their primes, right? Okay. Like you could like that 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 San Antonio team was not. Woo! But what did it take for them to win the title? The best team basketball I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, which is a lot of the Pistons. What happened with them, and when they smashed the Lakers? I mean, a lot of what happened with the Lakers it was self inflicted. Maybe Carl Malone was or wasn't sleeping or making advances to Kobe's wife. Not, I don't know. It's not – well, I think we do know. Hey, Carl Malone's history, not great in that area. Dude, he said he'd fight Kobe on site. He said it's a standing invitation. Well, I'm I like, think a lot of people feel that way about Carl Malone also, that they would fight him on yeah, site. Yeah, has, has not aged well. Let's, uh, Shane, we're going to sneak this in in the first segment. I haven't even no. set the lineup yet. We'll get there eventually. Let's Carl go Malone. to my man, Ronald. Ronald, good morning. How are you? Well, good morning. Oh, my man. <laughs> Just wanted to let you guys know, hey, I'm glad you guys are on first and foremost. I was getting killed in the morning. I didn't have anything to listen to. You're my so, man, uh, Ron. I'm, th- I'm thankful you guys are on. But if I could say one thing about Steph Curry. Okay. He's overrated. I, I, I don't mind. Oh, the, the kid can, the, the kid can play. Not, 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 here, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. When people talk, talk about his historic shooting do you guys know there's an organization that travels around the country 250 days a year that does the same shots every day, the whole team, which would be the Globetrotters? And that's basically, that's basically what he does, you know, because the, the NBA allows you to float around, not get touched. I, the kid can make the shots, true enough. But tell me that he's the greatest of all time when you got Bird and Miller and guys like that that, that are getting touched while they're shooting – and this guy is basically a globe trotter in the NBA. Mm. So there are a ton of guys that make his shots every day. Ronald, so, let me let me ask to, you one quick yes, question. How, uh, were you pleased with Nebraska's finish at the Big Ten tournament in wrestling? What was that? Say what now? Were you pleased with Nebraska's finish in the Big Ten tournament in wrestling? Man, I tell you, man, I got goosebumps, and I didn't. I wasn't even watching all of it. I had to go back and check. And they ten weight classes, right? Yeah, we got five in the finals. Yeah. Has that ever happened with Nebraska? No, no, and, first, and, 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 first time ever. Like, and and you were you were about thirty seconds away from getting six because Pinto was really really I good know. for two and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I'm so thankful for Manning and sticking it out, but yeah. Absolutely, but if the other guy want to trash me about Steph's take, uh, I, you know, I can take it. I'm a sponge. Ronald, you're the man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, Have buddy. Day, are you, uh, you going to be okay? Yeah, yeah, that's the most ignorant thing I've ever heard in my life. You're going to be all right? You like, seem very hurt. You seem very hurt right now. Are you going to be 
that's the most. I mean, like that's that's just like a hey, tell me you don't watch the NBA without telling me you don't watch the NBA. Like, uh, congratulations, Ronald. Like, I, you, you know more about wrestling than I do, so that's cool. But I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you here about the whole Steph Curry situation. That's a guy that doesn't watch watch off the ball, because if you watch Steph off the ball, especially in the playoffs, that dude's getting killed. Here we go all the time. And first of all. Globe trier shots, there's not anyone in the world that makes the shots Steph Curry can make. All right? No one in the world. Now or ever. <laughs> you're you're my man. And I'm a Larry Bird guy, so I'm not hating on Larry. Hey, we're gonna get uh we're gonna get Ravi a beer, a zipline acres ale. <laughs> it's authentic <laughs> brewed Nebraska cord, crisp cream and light, locally brewed, and perfect after not a long work day, but any work day if you're Ravi Lula. Start. Back after this we'll set the light up. Coffee and cream.